long. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance What up, what up, man, the Real Coach JB here on this fine Friday, the 28th of May, 2021. Get at you with this slapdick podcast brought to you by betonline.ag. If you're not fucking with them on game days like today, you're fucking a slapdick. So just make sure you know that. Don't want to shoot that out there. Um, pay the bills, man. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports actions. Bet online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So go at go to the website, betonline.ag, use your mobile device, and sign up today and get 50% off on a welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you go check it out. Um, title of this show is Ungrateful Fucks. Clear and simple, Ungrateful Fucks. That's what it is. That's what we are. That's what a lot of people are. And that's why this world has become this fucking enabled. And it's unbelievable how ungrateful, ungrateful we are. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, I'll get to it. Um, got a lot of little shit. It'll be a short show, but I got a little few things. You can follow my YouTube channel. I'll be on YouTube. I'll upload this thing here shortly. Um, but everybody wants shit handed to them, man. I'm just telling you. So we're more ungrateful than we've ever been. And, uh, we just want shit handed to us, man. We don't want to work for shit. That's the cold part about it. Um, but you know, we will suffer at the end. I promise you. Let's get to the quote of the day and get a little more positive, man. Cause I know I'm not eating corn nuts today, but. They should be a fucking sponsor of mine, motherfuckers. You are the artist of your own life. Don't hand the paintbrush to someone else. Too many times we either, A, can't own up to our own fuck-ups and want to apologize thinking that just clears us. Like I always talk about, we are who we are and what we say and what we do, not what we say we do. We are what we do. Quit fucking thinking otherwise, man. Shit starts to stack up. Yeah, I believe there is a mistake out there to be made. There's mistakes. But eventually, the <laughs> when you make mistake after mistake after mistake, do you guys know what that is? It's a fucking habit. It's called a habit. That's who you are. Stop accepting or even fucking listening to apologies when these fuck sticks continue to do it over and over and over and fucking over. You're the insane one for keep listening, thinking that it's going to change. No, he is who he fucking is. But we're so quick to fucking hand the paintbrush to someone else. We can't even paint our own fucking story. We can't paint our own. We're the artists of our own life, and we want to pass it on to someone else. 
I don't know. You're the artist of your own life. Quit handing the paintbrush to someone else. Um, is what it is. Man, I don't. I don't have regrets. Like I say, I, I don't look in the rearview mirror. I'm not going that way. I'm not. I'm not in reverse, and I'm not making U-turns. I don't got scabs on my knees. I don't kiss ass. I don't suck dick. I'm here to get people better than they were when they met me. Period. You can judge me how you want. You can say what you want. It's crazy how the judgmental fucks that I that judge me have never met me. To me, and you always hear me say it, it's the most ignorant thing in the world that we can do is judge a motherfucker without ever meeting him. How many times has one of you out there that's listening said to someone else, your friend or something, man, that motherfucker, JB's a motherfucking bitch. He, I can't stand that motherfucker. He's a criminal. He did this. The way he treated those kids is criminal. The way he talked to coaches is criminal. He got eight felony charges. <laughs> and then you find out it wasn't me. I was on a show and everybody wants fucking 15 minutes of fame. Everyone wants to throw someone under the bus. Everybody wants to fucking say that they were the ones that fucked Coach JB. And you find out the truth. Then you see the success of the kids. Then you really see the true method behind the madness. And then how many of you have said, man, he ain't that bad after all. Just so you're clear, you're a fuckstick either way. You know why? You still ain't never met me. You're still judging me. You first judge me negatively. Then you change your mind and say, now, this guy's all right. Yet, you've yet to meet me. See, this thing called real and keeping it 100 and all that shit like y'all say. But then there's really harshful, you know, to many of you hurtful truths. And I tell people the truth and it hurts them. And then there's a difference. There's a levels of the truth. And what I just told you is the top level of the truth. Because you, most people would give a guy a pass. Oh, he judged me wrong, harshly the first time. And then he, he changed it up. And he judged me. And now he likes me. Because he saw the last four episodes. And he was like, oh, that motherfucker. He, I think he has a heart. And I think he really cares for these kids. He's just hard on them because he wants them to succeed. And doesn't want them to fail. And he doesn't want to put their future in another man's hands. And he doesn't want to make sure, you know, he wants to make sure they go on and don't go to jail. Don't get killed. Get a degree. Fucking help their parents or mom or kids or sister get a house or, you know, shit like that maybe. But I think he's that guy now. I like him. You're a fuck stick either way, motherfucker. I don't give passes because you like me now, motherfucker. You still don't know me and ain't never met me. So to me, you're a hypocritical little bitch, and that's the bottom line. Come meet me. Then you make a fucking assumption. Still an assumption, because you ain't hang, hung out with me long enough to fucking know me. But at least if you meet me, you can at least change your mind. Then I'll respect it. But motherfuckers change their mind like they're fucking draws. And you still ain't never met the person you're changing your mind about. How fucking ignorant is that shit? But nobody wants to talk about that shit. I don't know. I met a guy today at uh, Lowe's. He was like, man, Coach, your, your, your podcast is inspirational. Who writes it for you? I said, who writes it for me? Fuck. 
this is my notes. I'm showing the world on YouTube. I don't. I just fucking write a few things down. I don't plan this shit out the day before. <laughs> Ask anyone that knows me. I never wanted to do podcasts. I always. I thought I was better getting questions asked to me. I don't. I don't have time to fucking make up podcast fucking stories. I just talk real shit and whatever's on my mind when I start up my fucking board over here that starts the podcast, the shit they bought me, uh, shit, I don't even know what it is, that fancy ass shit, when when that starts up, I play my song and I discuss whatever the fuck comes to my mind. That's the truth. That's God's honest truth. When I give out quotes and when I give out motivational speeches to my players... It's whatever the fuck comes to my mind that moment, at that moment. I don't really prep it a lot very often. Some things I make note down and jot down and make sure I'm on the train. My train of thought is right, but I really don't fucking prep a lot of that shit. Usually it's off the top of the tongue, top of the brain, top of the dome, and it comes off, and it's genuine that way. I've met coaches and people that speak and make $50,000 to speak. And all you fucks out there that are paying this fuckstick to 50 grand to come speak to his college or whoever are ignorant. You're kidding. How many of you cats got something out of it? You know how many people I've heard hear me and then hear a guy like Goings or that other fucking guy that goes around, I forgot, Thomas or... or uh, Whatever his name is. You know how many cats have heard them talk and then hear me talk and say, damn, coach, your shit is so much more fucking real and legit. Because I don't prep it. And I don't got to prep it. Pay me 50 fucking grand a fucking speech. At least you're going to get some real shit out of it that you that's tangible that you can use. Not just a bunch of fucking cliches and fucking acronyms and shit. I might give you a quote and shit like that, but it ain't going to be no bullshit. But that's just perception. Perception is reality. And we have far too many ungrateful fucks. That's why the title of this show is Ungrateful Fucks. I don't know how else to say it, but um, it blows my mind, man. I mean, it really does. We go in and hit a pandemic and... Crowds are ceased. We can't have crowds. We can't have anything like that for over a year now. And we get back to having some fucking civilized, organized concerts fun, meaning there's a crowd in an arena of some sort, similar to how a concert would play out. And we have a motherfucker who spits on Trey Young Throws popcorn on Westbrook. Says racist ass shit to John Morant's fucking parents. And. You don't think you're ungrateful, you fucks listening, whoever the fuck you three are. I don't care if it was popcorn. I really don't. And I don't care if Westbrook's an asshole and that's what you think. Number one, you ain't never met Westbrook. (laughs) You don't know him. So you're judging him again. Because he's an animal on the court and he's an asshole and he wants to win and ball out and dominate and have a triple-double every fucking game. He's an asshole. Or you you just don't like how his facial expressions are. Do you like Chuck 
are John Gruden because he's got fucking Chucky face. How many of you guys love him? See how perception is reality? You love John Gruden, hate Russell Westbrook because they make faces and one's perceived an asshole. Is it because he's black? I mean, I'm just being honest. Let's be honest here. The other one makes these fucking faces, gets paid $10 million a year, and doesn't win shit. <laughs> I like John Gruden when he was on ESPN doing the quarterback shit. I don't think John Gruden's a very fucking good coach. I'm just going to be honest. He sure talks a good one. He markets himself great and makes a lot of money doing it. Because why? It's who you know, not what you know. Who's John Gruden's GM? Oh, it's a former NFL colleague of his who was an announcer and a color commentator on fucking ESPN. It's funny how shit works. And then I, people have the audacity to tell me this isn't a fucking nepotism law uh, 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 league or profession in general. Basketball, football, baseball, it's all nepotism. You can have physical blood nepotism and you can have what's called related nepotism, meaning you know someone and have a prior relationship. <sighs> nepotism ship. I call it. Fuck it. Nepotism ship. You got a relationship with them. It's the same fucking thing. Just so we're clear. If I know a president or a principal at a high school or a college and we're close and families are close, I'm probably going to get a job if it opens up under his regime, her regime, period. The odds are much greater than them hiring someone they don't know. So, you know, I see both ends of it. Okay, I like I know him or her and I, the risk don't outweigh the reward. If I go out and hire JB, for instance, which I don't know him and his family, we didn't grow up, grow up together drinking wine and fucking eating broccoli, then the reward does not outweigh the risk. See what I'm saying? That's how these, think, these people think. They think it's critical thinking, but it's really not because they, like I said on Pat McAfee's show, they have PhDs and they don't use them. They hire committees to make decisions for them which also costs, costs them money. When you can be using that money for a fucking upgrade in facilities, for Title IX issues, equity, women's tennis, water polo, get them better fucking equipment. That, you're spending 250, 300 grand on a fucking search committee to hire a guy that you're going to pay out to fire <laughs> it sounds like your fucking phd is really going to good use our tax dollars are really not good they're really being used right our fucking financial aid money is really being put to fucking which is tax dollars by the way really getting used properly fuck anyway you already know how i feel about education and the scheme of pulling out one of these diplomas um I don't know. We're ungrateful, though, man. I don't care if it's popcorn thrown on Westbrook. He, that guy should be fucking castrated. Like, you're a fan. Chill the fuck out. Your team is winning, by the way, by 20. And you still want to jeopardize your fucking future in this arena. A, you want to fucking possibly go to jail. B, possibly fucking just why are you bringing negative light to a team that's winning by 20? 
Like, it doesn't make sense to me. But we're just a bunch of fuck sticks, man. Enabled fucks. Ungrateful as fuck. You realize that you didn't have arenas in sports. So, like, it's okay. So, so I'm, I just don't understand the thinking of the rationale of you fucks that put everyone else at jeopardy. Because you know what I would do? To make a fucking point, if I was the president or, or, the, or if I'm the fucking main commissioner of the NBA, Silver, Adam Silver, I shut down fans again. No fans. No fans again. And then you'll start getting some people to police each other just like you would on a football team if I'm the head coach and I'm going to have the players police themselves and each other. That's what's called. That's what responsibility is. Police each other. The motherfucker got up. He walked over there. People saw him doing it. They knew he was up to no good. Motherfucker, somebody check his bitch ass. Or, hey, dog, we're all going to be kicked out. There'll be no fans. Like, you fucking ingra- ungrateful, enabled fucks. Back in the crowd and, like, you get to go into a game where a motherfucker has a family and wants to take his kids who haven't seen a game in over a year, enjoy that out being out, and you want to fucking jeopardize that for the whole fight. One bad apple ruins a whole fucking batch. Don't forget that shit. Now, the popcorn thing is one thing, but Westbrook's been a victim of this quite a bit, to be honest. All right, He's had this shit happen before. All right, So he's an easy target because you know he makes faces and we judge him and da-da-da. Just like John Gruden, right? <laughs> John Gruden does not win, makes faces. People love him. He gets $10 million a year. Like, what has John Gruden done? He inherited a Tony Dungy team that was super loaded, won a Super Bowl. On a, he beat a team that he just left, that he knew the whole personnel, schemed it up, and won the game. That's really what John Gruden's done in the NFL. I mean, I'm just calling it a spade a spade and a square a square and a circle a circle. If we're going to be honest, that's what it is. It's not like this motherfucker wins Super Bowl every other year. But guess what? He's loved. Westbrook's hated. Make the same faces. <laughs> People look at shit like that. Dolly, they, they can't. That's too real for them. They can't handle that shit. So anyway, the bottom line is Trey Young gets spat on by a fucking Nick fan. Now, that shit right there either is A, you're racist, B, you're just a fucking criminal fuck, and we would have a problem. But you hear people like Tristan Thompson come out, who's like, I guess, cheated on his fucking Kardashian 20 times and all this shit. He's a fucking walking drama, right? He comes out, if you would have spit on me, I would have went home and followed you home. No, you wouldn't have. Shut the fuck up. You're all fucking cowardly fucks. Shut up. Dennis Schroeder got fucking two-hand finesse to the floor yet last night. And people are on ESPN acting like this motherfucker got clotheslined by Rick Mahorn and got up and got stepped on by Bill Lambeer. No, motherfucker, you barely went down. Shut the fuck up. Quit crying. That was a normal foul. Now it's a criminal act by Booker, and that's a frustration foul. 
all that would have been in the back in the nineties would have been frustration foul because you're getting your ass whooped, and we all fight now as a team. But there's no talking like that's that's Kevin McHale and and Parrish scrapping with Mahorn and Lambeer after a frustration foul. And guess what? The original foul call was a fucking common foul. Now it's a flagrant two ejection. Schroeder's bitching about if it was the regular season, Booker would have been kicked out of a game this next game. Like, that's what you want. You saw fucked. I want to see Booker play. I want to see them play. I told you guys Lakers would win in this series in five. They lose the first game every every fucking series. Can you guys just relax after they go 0-1 next series to whoever they play? Because they'll, they'll win again in five. Like, there's a trend. Have you got it yet? The Lakers like fucking with people. They're the clearly the best team. And I can't wait if they do end up playing Brooklyn even though Milwaukee's playing really good, I just I, I, I just think they're softer. They're all softer, but you're gonna be shocked if when the Lakers play the Nets and you're gonna be like, "Fuck, Nets will win Game One," and then everybody will be like, "Oh, fuck. but then the Lakers will shut the Nets down to what they had never been shut down to. You're not gonna shut them down to like seventy points, but. Watch, they'll hold them a couple times under 100, and people will be like, God damn. Because the Lakers have LeBron and AD, who are not only the best one-two punch in the NBA, they're also great defenders. So you've eliminated or slowed down two of the three big three nets right there with length, size, and strength, which no other team has for Brooklyn but the Lakers. Then you add Drummond, Morris, even though Kuzma's shit and needs to go fucking put his blonde hair in the fucking with his tampons in a drawer. He's still lengthy. And then you still have a Gasol. You still have a fucking Harold. They're just too big and athletic and long, dude. I'm just telling you guys. I already told you what's going to happen. So. We'll see. Don't be all mad when Lakers win it again. If the Clippers... So I always told you guys, people are who they are. The Clippers need to go rent a gym in Compton somewhere and just play their games there. They have to get up from under the Lakers. When when are you going to realize this? I know they bought an arena, supposedly. They're going to move, supposedly. But it has to happen sooner than later, man. We don't want JV teams in our arena, number one. Number two, get your own shit. Start your own thing. Change your colors. Do something. Because you're cursed. You're, you are who we thought you were. And I'm going to shit on Twitter. I'll do it on Twitter. I'll just shit. I'll film myself shitting. If, if uh, That's a little excessive. But I'm just trying to be it. Because if the Clippers get swept by Dallas, I'm going to (laughs) shit. I'm going to laugh so hard and I'm going to blast out my main man, Marcellus Wiley, and I'm going to clown him. And it's just the Clippers are who we thought they were. If you've heard me a few podcasts ago, what did I discuss? Every year what happens? Chris Paul does what? Gets hurt. He is who we thought he was. 
I don't feel sorry. Why does everybody feel sorry for Chris Paul? Chris Paul makes a hundred fucking million dollars, but way more than that. But I'm just saying, how much does he make from Allstate? Another fucking 30 million? Like, dude, why do you feel sorry for this motherfucker? He has a great life. I feel sorry for the motherfucking homeless down here in LA who just keep adding up. Because we have so much fucking social media tech fucking companies out there taking jobs away from the normal fucking blue collar worker who won't even go out and get a job no more because they want to stay home on YouTube and make money. So we get more homeless, more homeless, more homeless. I feel sorry for them motherfuckers. I feel sorry for Chris Paul. He should have two rings. The, the NBA fucked him. He should have went with Kobe and da 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 da. Shut the fuck up. Who gives a fuck? That's first world problems. That's a first world fucking problem. He's injury prone and it is what it is. Durant, Kyrie, Harden, Paul. Harden and Paul played together for how long? It's ironic. They're all soft together. Like So Chris Paul's I don't know. Shoulders fucked up. So I guess he can't play. See, and, P- and, 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 and then Perkins came out and said the NBA is harder to win than a football game. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. First of all, when a motherfucker is injured in football and he can at least go out there, guess what he does? He goes out there. You know why? Because the coach puts him out there. Even though he can't do what we know he can do, he's a fucking decoy out there. So people think he's out there and doing something. And he can do something. Chris Paul is nothing wrong with his legs. Why isn't he out there? You would probably be better off with him out there controlling the the floor. He can dribble at least. Just have him dish it out, play some D and fucking. Like, what is he? What is? I don't get it. He can't go out there on the court at all. But basketball is harder to play. Shut the fuck up. You play indoor. You don't have a fucking weather factor. I already discussed our whole thought about that whole deal. The Dodgers and the Astros play. The Astros beat the Dodgers of the night, snapping their nine or eight, eight or nine game winning streak. But they get into a fucking fight in the crowd. The Dodgers and Astros fan base gets into a brawl. You ungrateful fucks. The Padres last week has a game, and a dude comes and knocks a dude out. The dude that got knocked out, first of all, what the fuck were you doing just watching this guy come up and cock back his fist and sock you in your mouth like what the fuck were you doing were you that loaded but anyway um i don't know just it's just weird ungrateful you guys are at games out chilling get to drink a beer fucking relax fucking chill out we got fucking cops killing dudes. We got fucking white, black crime, Hispanic, black, brown, white, all this drama. Fucking cats smoking motherfuckers every which way we look. Fucking San Jose, another shooting. Fucking Texas. Fucking New York. We get fucking shootings in fucking the Mel Post Office, FedEx, schools. And you guys can't chill out and watch a fucking basketball game or a major league baseball game and drink a beer and shut the fuck up with your girl, your wife, your fucking hood rat, whatever you were with. Shut the fuck up and stay in your lane. 
Why the fuck do you have to fucking cause drama? Ban all these motherfuckers. I wouldn't let another motherfucker in a professional arena, period. Put them on like a no-fly call list. You can't fly. You see the girl beat, sock the fucking stewardess in the face on the airplane, in air, full flight. Ungrateful fuck. Is that plane not taking your fucking cunt ass somewhere where you need to be? And yet you want to do that shit. Like, unfucking believable Oh man Blows my mind man It really does It's sad to see this shit That this is what we've become Then the Middle East is in a full out war Palestinians Then we got them out here in America Doing it We got motherfuckers having a War In our country About their shit In their country Motherfuckers go over there and do it You've been doing it for 2,000 years Get the fuck out of here And then Biden signs a bill for the Chinese. Hate crime. (laughs) Hold on. I mean, I got to be, I got to be honest. Like if I was a black motherfucking person, I'd be pissed too. Just like I've been seeing on social media. I'd be hot too. So, (laughs) I mean, I'm the first motherfucker that said, we don't need no fucking uh, Black History Month. Why? Why isn't every fucking day a normal, every, everyone's day? Like, why do we have to have specific Black History Month? Like, this doesn't make sense to me. They should be, everyone should be celebrated the same every day. Like, why the fuck do we have to, that's what's fucked up here. That's why it's all fucked up. They shouldn't have to have, brothers and sisters should not have to have a fucking month dedicated to them. That's telling you how fucked up and deprived they've been for how long. So, now the Chinese have a bill passed to not have any hate crimes against them. But, you know, it's two-way go street, man. You got blacks getting killed by cops. You got blacks killing blacks. It's been happening for a long, long time. And now you got Kwame Brown stirring up shit, saying that blacks are putting down other brothers. So there's a big old feud going on. Stephen A. Smith, I have to be honest, came out on ESPN and looked horrible. Whoever came up, with that fucking comeback called Drop the Mic segment was unbelievably garbage and you should be fired. Stephen A. and his producers was the worst put together, thought out comeback that I've ever seen. And you just proved all of Kwame Brown's theories and all of his his allegations towards you and everyone else talking shit about him for the last 20 years. You just proved it in your message. Drop the mic. And it was a horrible take and you looked fucking horrible. And I believe a lot of you lost a lot of people's interest. A lot of people lost hope and faith in you. I'm just going to be honest. It's really like nasty taste in my mouth. Watch. Cause I don't mind listening to your fucking weird ass hairline looking motherfucker. I don't really mind you because I do like some shit you say, but you're wrong with the Kwame Brown shit. 
I'm just going to be honest. And so as most people, I believe. That's the cold part. Kwame is kind of like me, though. He's a cat that's just coming out and talking real shit, and now people can't handle the truth. They don't want to handle the truth. They don't see the truth for what it is. And I kind of agree with what he says. I'm just going to be honest. See, there's perception, there's perception and there's false realities, and then there's the truth. A lot of us want to hear what makes us feel good. Oh, for real? You don't think I did that bad? No, dog, you did great. But you were fucking horrible. But see, they want you to feel good when you go home at night. And and you go home and, you know, you feel good about yourself. And that's not the truth, though. See, I want to be told the truth so I can leave and go work and improve my craft. And if I have to suck it up, I have to suck it up and take it on the chin. But that's why I have scars under my chin. Because I was coached up to stand in the pocket with some nuts and take a helmet shot. But guess what? When you're on your back and you look up and you see the referee go like this, signaling touchdown, girls dig scars. And it was a sacrifice and the fucking reward outweighed the risk. And I've seen that often more than not, than not from my ass looking up, seeing touchdown being signaled on a great throw I made, but I took a payment for it. <laughs> right? We can't do that. Like, people don't want that no more. People want the fucking instant gratification. They want the final result now, right now. Instant gratification. I want to feel good now. Even though I was horrible. And even though the next time I get, I get there, I won't get the job because nobody told me the truth. And they said I was great. And I went in there and did the same fucking thing. And I was horrible. And someone finally said, you know what? That's a horrible job. Really? My friend told me I was great. Well, he lied to you, bro. Sorry. You didn't get the job. Actually, you're not even in the top fucking 20. So <laughs> that's how far and skewed this shit is. Ungrateful though. You should be grateful. See, I'm grateful to my grandfather and father for being hard on me. And they didn't beat me or fucking drag me in the mud through the fucking forest and make me walk in the snow and all these horror stories you hear. But god damn it, they fucking demanded that I worked hard. That they demanded that I did it right and didn't cut corners. You don't have to kill someone to, by doing that but demanding that you do those things instill and ingrain some mental toughness and creates tough skin and it also proves and shows you that i'm telling you I, you know i love my hispanic brothers you know they used to charge 40 50 bucks for a day to come out listen i'm not mad at them that that the world's changed and the game's changed and they, they found out I can go get more money, right? I'm not tripping on that. I don't even care if you're illegal. But what I'm tripping on now is the fucking game has already been played and put in motion. The marketplace was set by your ancestors. You can't just come up and change it and start charging $500 a day, bro. I'm just going to be honest. 
Then you want to bring your partners, four or five dudes from Home Depot, do your help you with the yard. And then you walk around like you're a contractor and saying, ah, nah, nah. And man, so I we brought some cats over just to help lay some flagstone. These motherfuckers act like general contract. Man, I must have lost my fucking mind. I said, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, dog, you motherfuckers acting like you're the general contractors and have a license. I said, do you have a fucking license? Oh, uh, no. No shit. So why the fuck? Ungrateful motherfuckers. And I was still offering them more money than anyone else would have. Because I needed the shit done, but I wasn't going to fucking cut off my nose to spite my face or whatever the fuck they say. Spite my face to cut off my nose. What's the saying? I don't even know. I hate that shit. I just say shit. Because I'm real. Fuck it. I don't fucking write it down and fucking quote it out and draw it down and all this shit. Um, we're ungrateful, man. Just telling you. Sit down and watch the game. Fuck. The Aaron Rodgers thing is a whole nother ball of wax. You have all these people on this side saying he's ungrateful because... He's in Hawaii with his girl and fucking he's on Twitter while everyone's in OTAs and da-da-da-da. Well, that's, you know, like, I'm going to go on and say there's different shit to say about it. I don't know Aaron. You know, he's a California Juco product like me. Um, I don't know if I hold more records than him or not. I once was a leader in California Juco history. I, I know I'm not no more, but. I don't know if Aaron broke my records or who did. Um, Achilles Smith. I don't know who did. Um, Tony Banks. There's a few of us who were up there for a long time. But anyway, it was years ago. I'm sure a lot of people broke that. But records are meant to be broken. Aaron Rodgers, you know, see, people don't get it. He's won one Super Bowl. So, see, I don't regard him as this great, Goat walking thing. I think he has the number one skill set of any quarterback that's played the game. I don't believe he's the... He, like, if he's walking around with Tom Brady, then I let my nuts hang and tell you fuck off. But he isn't. He's won one Super Bowl. So, you know, it's a little different in my, my perspective on this deal. Now, I don't believe... I do believe he's earned the right to not be fucked no more. And I believe from what I've heard from people that know the situation is they basically said, you, your place is to play. We are the business and we operate the business. And this age, I'm just saying, you know, you can, you can figure it out or go do something else. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. This is their, this is their world now, man. Players run the market. <laughs> Coaches don't anymore. And general managers don't anymore. You can't do old school no more. So you either figure out and massage it and work out your own kinks to figure out how to get through to them or do something else. Because I'm just telling you, these kids are different. The business is different. The game has changed. I believe all of them are ungrateful. You got to figure it out. What are you going to do? You going to do something else or are you going to figure out a way to make this thing work? That's bottom line. And you're going to have to bend. Don't break. You know, don't, don't lose your integrity. Don't lose your, your, your fucking 
moral value, you know, your morals and your, your mission statement and your core values, don't lose those things. But at the same time, don't, don't break, but, but you're going to have to bend a little bit, bro. I'm just telling you, you're going to have to bend nowadays with these fucks because if you're Aaron Rodgers or you're fucking the high school kid that transfers four times in four years, it is what it is. Don't suck your teeth and bitch about it. Figure it out or go do something else. It's real fucking easy. Too many of us bitch and moan about why it ain't good enough. You fucking accepted the job. Now go fucking put both feet in it and do it. Or get the fuck out and shut the fuck up. It's real simple. There's nothing worse than a motherfucker who don't know anything who claims to know everything. There's athletic directors in the world like that. There's presidents in the world like that. There's CEOs in the world like that. There's head coaches in the world like that. Don't claim to know everything and you know nothing. At least be honest and real and thankful that you hold the position you hold because you were a hustler. You knew someone. They knew you. And be humble about it that you got the job and seek help. What do I mean, Co? That means, hey, dog, I don't really know this answer, but I'm going to go find that. Instead of, no, do it this way. You don't know. And then you look like an idiot, and then it's not that way because you don't know. Ignorance is life-threatening. We know it. Go seek help. Figure out how to help your people. ADs, figure out how to help your coaches. Coaches, figure out how to help your players. Players, figure out how to help the community, your parents, your partners. And I don't know. Be good to each other. You know, you know, it's fucked up. This is, you can call it ungrateful, but I'm pissed lately. So I had money stolen out of, out of a bank account. I filed a police report. In fact, I still have yet to be reimbursed. This is the problem that I have with banks and, and society and the world, the way the government and Fortune 500 companies and these big powerhouse entities fuck the, the citizen. All right, the consumer. This is how I believe it's fucked up. You can be shopping and you can be at five stores in, in a day or you go out of state and, uh, you know, you, you're using your card and you get a text message from your bank and saying, did you, did you just spend $400 at this place in Las Vegas? You text yes to allow, press no to cancel. All right. The Bank of America that I am with has the fucking technology to do what I just explained. But yet, you can't stop a motherfucker that don't have my ATM card to go get $900 cash out using a fake card (laughs) and has my PIN number, obviously, you can't stop that, and you can't text me that and saying, hey, are you at the ATM taking out $900? I would have said, fuck no. Do you have that response, Bank of America? Do you have fuck no response, motherfuckers? Because you sure didn't text me that day, but you fucking denied me from getting gas at fucking AM, PM, and I look like a fucking idiot, and I got to call three different fucking people at Bank of America to release the funds so I can get fucking $20 in gas. 
But you can't stop a motherfucker from faking a card and using my number, however the fuck they got it, and take out $900 cash money from an ATM on camera. But I'm not done. Take a deep breath. I fucking have a cardiac because I'm fucking so fat and out of shape. But, so let me break this down. So you call the bank and you have to give you your card number 27 times to 14 people. I'm like, well, why did I give it to the automated service? And then why did I give it to the lady before you? Well, we have to verify you every time. I have yet to speak to someone to help me with my question, but I've given my card number out 17 fucking times. Make sense of that. When you can text me saying, did you allow this this charge, sir? Well, you didn't check and they took my $900 though. Like, but you have all this technology and we're in 2021 and we came up with a vaccine in like seven months for a fucking pandemic and you can't figure out Bank of America fucking stop someone from stealing my money. But the worst part is this. They can falsely charge you for something. Let's just say, for instance, oh, fuck, we put an extra zero. It's instead of 250, it's 2,500. We overcharged you. I apologize. Can you reimburse me? Oh, in seven to 10 business days. And we're at, we're on, we're at Friday. So my weekend's fucked. (laughs) My weekend's fucked. You fucked up, took $2,500 out of my money. Actually, you took $2,200 extra from my account. And then I have to wait seven to 10 business days. So actually, it'll be in a week and a half, maybe. I can get my original money back that you stole from me, in essence. But we have this technology of you texting me, asking me, embarrassing me in front of people, and stopping payments at a gas station. And I have to call you. You can do that. But you can't reimburse me for a fuck up that you made. You now have my money. Give me my money right back. <laughs> like, it's the same with wiring something. I, I, so you can wire, I can wire you money right now. You'll get it right now. But you wiring me money takes three to five days. <laughs> it's all a scam, dog, because that's how they get more money. Have you noticed instant transfers cost $30? Normal transfers is three to five days, no money. Because they don't want to pay the one guy to push the button. Like, it's the same fucking process. Just little shit like this adds up. And that's how they fuck the consumer and the blue-collar person. So, stop being ungrateful. Fucking go out. Understand you're being fucked every day. Hopefully, physically, not figuratively. But you're being mentally fucked regardless. You don't even know it. We're just puppet in the show. You guys all think you really have say in this thing. (laughs) California needs to recall Newsom so we can fucking bring in another Newsom. You fucking idiots. Biden is the best. No, he's not. He's the lesser of two evils. It's the same motherfucker. (laughs) Kamala Harris is the best black. No, she's not. Number one, shut up. She's putting more blacks in jail than any motherfucking body. But guess what? We don't want to say it. She looks black, so we're black. We're going to say she's the best thing. No, she's not. Shut the fuck up. But people don't want to hear the real. It is what it is. 
Hey, man, I'll always be here for the real. You guys want to hear real? Give me a shout. I'm going to add calls into the podcast here next month. So you can call into the show, talk shit, let your nuts hang, give me a shout out, talk real talk, whatever you want to do. And I don't even say keep it respectful. I really don't give a fuck. You're over the phone. I know you're a fucking cowardly bitch. <laughs> I know there's the, some of you going to be there. And you're going to call some stupid shit and I'll fucking shut, hang up on you. So it is what it is. Hey, man, enjoy the weekend. Fucking go help somebody. Go do something that's useful for someone else other than your fucking fat, pot belly, wobble body looking fuck that sits on the couch all day bitching and moaning and judging every single fuck you watch and then you've never met them. Go meet the person you're judging this weekend. Go try to meet someone, even a guy at the store that you thought was an asshole. You might fucking be the, your, your twin. That might be your best friend in the world. Ignorance is life-threatening, man. Don't let it affect your fucking future. Peace! Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it?